Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast today. We're talking about entrepreneurial confidence. Before we do that, though, let's talk about propertyaccess.io. Guys, the new standard for access scrubbing. Scrubbing. No more wasted mail. The days of pulling a list and mailing everyone only to waste time on bad properties is over. With our help, you can spend more time working on deals you know you want to purchase. So we're going to take your data and we're going to break it down. Uh, Each parcel into four boxes of access that you can decide your risk tolerance, who you mail to, and what you're willing to offer. So go check it out at propertyaccess.io. Happy Friday, sir. Hey, happy Friday. How do you keep that swagger about yourself being an entrepreneur, huh? That's that's the, the subject. That's the confidence, the the that positive attitude that can't take no shit from nobody. I'm going to do it all, win it all. It's going to be successful. How do you do that and what does it entails and to have that just trait in, ingrained in you? Yeah, this is probably one of the in my I believe it's probably one of the most um, important things to talk about because it is up and down as an entrepreneur. Uh-huh. It's easy to lose confidence. Well, not One, confidence, but it's definitely really easy to get down in the dumps. I feel, feel deflated. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I agree with you. I was, I was going to let you finish your thought there because you said it's one of your, your favorite things to talk about or one of the most common things to talk about. Well, it's just important in general okay. because I don't know a single entrepreneur that is uh, up, you know, uphill all the time right okay. oh, what are the, they're trending trending up like they're always excited everything's always going perfect nothing's uh-huh. ever going wrong like constantly making more and more money mm-hmm. every mailer is a huge success mm-hmm. right it's, it's it's up and down so that's the that's the rosy side that so many people talk about at the meetups they show on the social media sides it's always great but how do you have but what really goes on the dirt behind the the scenes that we've seen in the po- our, our podcast last last week was a question somebody asked you know hey time frame what took so long what oh this is the the gold or the dirt behind the scenes that nobody really talks about. And that stuff can weigh on you. Mm-hmm. And then you throw in the pressures of, you know, kids, family, wife, responsibilities outside of that. It all magnifies itself. And so how can you keep yourself moving forward? Like that's, I mean, I think it's a, is there, is there a silver bullet? Is there a, is there a coping mechanism? Is there a, you got to be somewhat dumb and just keep doing it. Yeah, I don't really, I didn't expect, I guess I don't, when we start, brought the subject up, like actually coming up with an answer to it. Yeah, we, and we don't have to, we yeah. don't have to, we can, we can leave it up for interpretation, but I, like, I, I come to the fact that I know that there's going to be shit that goes wrong, like mm-hmm. it just happens, right? We know that, you know, no matter how, what kind of underwriting you do, who you talk to, there is going to be an issue, and, and case in point, we've got a subdivide in Oklahoma going right now. We did our due diligence check before we put the offer in. They told us, yeah, we've got rural water there, and we'll supply it for you. we got all the meters you need. Okay, thank you. We closed. We called back and said, okay, hey, we need to go ahead and get some meters. And they go, what are you talking about? We don't have a rural water line there. Wait, what? You told us. Well, I don't know. Maybe I was thinking the wrong spot of the road. <coughs> and to do the plat, you got to have who's providing the water. So now I've got big piece of property that's supposed to be cut up small. I've got four of them sold. Platt's not approved because I can't guarantee who's providing the water. Mm, so that that would make 
most people scared. They'd go, oh, fuck. I just lost a... I, I can't remember what we paid for the project. I think we're... Man, I don't remember what we're into this project. It's 45 acres. Uh, we're about $125,000 into the project right now. 130 maybe. But we have most of that built back out to sell if we can get the plat approved. But we know what we can't control. What's the next step? So we have to do that next thing. Is it, okay, if we can't get water there, I'm going to put well on the plat. I can get wells there. I can get well reports. So I can get around it, but it's not going to be worth as much because it's not going to have rural water there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. And how do your buyers? So that, that, become, <laughs> that becomes the thing is how did we advertise it? Did we have that in there? And we did. So how do we, how do we make it right with them? Do we allow them out of the contract? Do we, we've already pushed closing about 15 days right now trying to get this finalized. So there is some nervousness there. But again, I go back to the one thing that I can control is what that next step is, what I need to do. I could sit here and complain about it and be like, oh, man, this, the, the water, water department, they screwed me, you know? Or I can say, okay, what's my next logical step to get this problem solved and move? And I think that comes with experience, but you always have to know what can be your next step forward, and you have to take it. Even if it's little, you have to know what that is. So I think if we're going to have an answer, when you run into some shit, you got to know what your next step forward is. Well, I think <clears throat> on top of that, like, if you don't have is having someone to bounce the stuff off with. I think okay. that's been like a very good and lucky thing for us is to always have each other to like vent, yeah. vent and talk to and But anybody listening out. to this show has that. Well, maybe they have us. They ha- well, and that's not that's not a hey, hey come buy some consulting. Oh, like, hey, reach out, say hey, this is what I've run into. If it's a, a problem, chances are we've seen it or we know somebody that has seen it. We can help you with a with an answer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If it's that, like, uh, if it seems that simple. Oh, well, well, I listen to Adam and Justin. I can just call them anytime. I, I think it seems that simple. Hey, Justin at CasualFridaysREI.com. Hey, Justin, I ran into this. Do you, have you seen this before? What What's what's a step forward? Yeah. Because so, I'm not going to do this step for you, but I'll say, yeah, we've done that. We've seen this or this. Go for it. Run. Now you have that next step. And that's I think that's the piece there is that where does that confidence come from that you know it's going to be okay? It's because you've battled some of these battles. You have that experience. And you're willing to do the work when you know that next little inch. You know, you're not waiting for somebody just to hand it to you and be like, okay, hey, let me go call the county for you. Let me call this surveyor for you. Let me call whomever, the title company. Let me call this attorney. You actually dig in and get done. You have to do that. Like, that's part of being your job. So you have to take responsibility for moving that next step forward. And then that confidence comes with that. Yeah, the confidence definitely comes from um, having problems and working through them. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. But when you're new, mm-hmm. you haven't worked through that. I g- agreed. And that's why, like someone who's brand new, they have a busted five or seven, 10,000 piece mailer. Yeah. They freak out. Go, oh, this doesn't work. Quit. Just fucking quit. Yeah. Just done. Can't do it. But, you are lied. Yeah. Didn't work. But people who have been through it, you go, OK, well, I, that 5,000 blows. That sucks. Yeah. But I'm going to do it again. Yeah. And I'm going to make up for it. Well, that's I mean, and you tell that story so often. Your first mailer bombed. You sent another one the following week and it got your first couple properties. Your first three, I believe. Mm-hmm. So. You just kept moving forward. So there's the key is you like, what's the next step forward? It's even if it's big or small. Like I I don't know anybody that has bombed twenty thousand mailers. <laughs> I don't either, no. I, I, I don't I just don't know it. We proved with project two, give us both ten thousand mailers and you can get property back. Those guys made money. We all made money off those mailers. I think total profit was around hundred and ninety thousand, give or take. Yeah, give or take. So you know, 180000 hundred ninety thousand dollars off of 20,000 pieces of mail. Now, everybody's going to be like, well, should I make 190 off everyone? Well, your markets are different. Your, your stuff's different. Your, your seasons are different. Is there more mail going out? Yes. 
Do I think you're going to bust on 20,000? If you send out 20,000 neutral letters, you're going to get leads. Now, what are you doing with it? Are you actually calling them back? Are you following up? Are you following the same routine every day and saying, okay, at 3 o'clock, I check messages, and then I call those leads back at 3 o'clock. Well, they didn't answer. They're at work. So did you try calling them at 8 in the morning? Did you try calling them at 6 at night when they get home from work? Did you vary your approach? Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about that, that's the most important <laughs> thing that I see these days is anybody can send out 5, 10, 20,000 mailers. Yep. But what are you doing with them when they come back? Yep. And that takes the confidence all in itself. As I sent out 20,000 pieces of mail, my phone's blowing up. Yeah. And now I've got to actually call these people back. Yeah. Right there. There's, people struggle with that. Nope, I, 100%. <laughs> I mean. I don't um, want to talk to them right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great property. It's, it's dinner time. I don't want to bug them at dinner. Yeah. Uh, well, if, you're, if your business depends <laughs> on it. Are you making that call back? Yeah. Are you going to eat dinner if you don't make the call? It, you, yeah. And I, and me and Peyton have that conversation a lot. It's like, hey, Peyton, nothing on a buy board this week. We ain't eating in six weeks. Let's go. Yeah. You know, that's – and that's – so how do you how do you change that mindset for somebody that's new, somebody that hasn't taken his risk? I, I have found for me from the time of – I guess I'm going to go back before land investing, but going from the big railroad to the small railroad, I just – signed everything away, signed a stock option, signed the job away, my future, and jumped to a smaller one. Once I did that big jump, I felt more confident trying other stuff. And we had always tried little businesses on the side. And I wasn't ever, when I lost that job and went to doing it on my own, you know, every little business we started or we got going felt a little bit more confident. And then when I really found the groove of what worked and what was profitable for us, how I could layer it in, then I started laying in the other stuff with it that was what went on top of it. So, I got a little bit more confidence each time, but it took, you know, taking that big jump and being willing to to bet on myself because we all have intrinsic skills. And if you don't lean into what you're really good at, you're you're not going to be really good at the next thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, following up, I, that confidence comes from doing. You yeah, know? <clears throat> just like starting the business the first time. Yeah, things are even for some people. It's like I set up an LLC today. Yeah, you know, and it just seems so commonplace. Like it doesn't yeah. even seem like an excitable thing to me these days. But I know to some people it is. That's It's huge for them. That's, that's their business. That's mm-hmm. what they got told on the internet that LLC, they're, they're their own company now. Yeah. But like you go from there, it's like you got to do the taxes for that LLC. You got your BOI now. You've got the other stuff, the accounting pieces that come with that. And you're just going, me and you were talking about that at lunch. It was like, I don't want so many LLCs. It's mm-hmm. a lot to keep up with. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting rid of. One, there's, I have plenty that just sit there. Yeah. You know, and I, those are going away. Yeah. It's simplifying. Simplified. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's, for me, at least, it comes through the confidence of, confidence comes from doing and failing and learning and mm-hmm. succeeding and all that, right? And then just knowing, you know, like April, I think, this coming April's nine years, I believe. Okay. Um, it'd be really hard to find something that surprised me at this point. Yeah. You know, I like, and, so, and I think that just comes from being around this niche and being in the niche and doing so much and seeing so much and that I'm not, I'm not not worried about anything. I was talking yeah. to someone earlier, and they're like, well, what if I have to go back to my day job? I'm like, well, A, you got plenty of money, but B, don't necessarily worry about it. Just do the work. Just do what you're supposed to do. It's right. going gonna, gonna to come out. I, and I, I agree with that. I think that there that, that comes with confidence, and it's funny the the little things that you, we watch people get tripped over, over now, uh, which at the time, I don't want to take away from it because to them it's huge. At that time in our career, it was huge to us too. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get a deal back and you're like, oh, my God, I got five acres for 500 bucks. You're like, hell, yeah. And now you're going, God, I don't know if I want to deal with my time for $500, you know, five-acre deal. But they still pay the bills, and it still puts money in the pot. And, you know, there's there's different problems at different levels. So we shouldn't take away from the smaller ones, but 
you have to fail forward mm-hmm. you, and you have to keep pushing. You have to keep making that next step, big or small. You know, one of the things that I can say without a doubt that's going to happen is your journey is not going to be perfect. There is going to be issues. That is without a doubt, without fail, that is going to happen. So now that you know it is not going to be all peaches and rainbows and unicorns, it's not going to be perfect. Now you know you can do the work. Mm-hmm. So you just got to work through it. Mm-hmm. Cool. That seems like a good spot to end it. Yeah, man, I like it. Okay, well then. Uh, we're actually uh, ice fishing right now. So yeah. um, we're having fun. We're hoping you're having fun. We hope you like the show. And as always, do us a favor and uh, go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, all those places. Like, review, and subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. We love you. We'll see you next Friday. See you guys.